Good morning, everybody. I hope everybody is well. Happy Wednesday for those that are here live. Happy whatever day it is for you. For those that are tuning in, anytime you're tuning in, thanks so much for being with us. Audio or video, very much appreciate it. We've been in this world of trying to live between the raindrops, trying to live in the white fire, nine and three quarters. In between the platforms is where life is because in between the platforms is, is where we're able to access the deeper parts of our lives. If we don't get to a place where we are able to access a deeper place, we're gonna live track to track to track to track. Our lives are just gonna be catching one train to the next, one season to the next, but ever a time to slow down and get deeper. And this happens not only when we're busy, it happens when our emotions run wild, when we face a decision and, and uh, you know, the anger or resentment or worry sort of creeps up and gets in the way. If you, if you can understand that, that perspective, what's happening is we're being thrown. We're not able to think deeply. Like I told, I speak about him every once in a while, a rabbi named Rabbi Levy. He's a very holy man. I'm blessed to have him in my life. And many times we'll have a very heated discussion and I'm always shocked, not by what he says, which is incredible into itself, to be honest. He never loses his cool, ever, ever. <laughs> like I push pretty hard sometimes, to be honest. I don't know if you could tell this or not, but it wasn't exactly the most obedient student. I, I went to law school for a reason. He never loses his cool because he lives in a much deeper place. Well, when we live in our lives and we lose our cool and we, we can, like we spoke about here, the tilt, we feel there's a certain emotion that starts to cloud our words. It's because we're, we're not able to go back to that place of depth. We don't know where that place is. We haven't lived there enough so that we recognize that when we live in the place of depth, things flow very differently. I tell this a lot of people that are making presentations. With God's help, I should always have the, uh, the opportunity with God's help. That many times when you see somebody, if you've ever been to a speech or if you ever heard somebody or even songs, if you ever see somebody and all of a sudden like there's a certain flow that they're experiencing, it usually happens when they start to quiet down that those nerves, they, 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 they go to a deeper place. It's not heebie-jeebie. It's real. Ask them. They go to a place where they almost are, their, their mouths are moving quickly, but their minds are slower. Not slower like they're not thinking. Their mouths, their arms, they're, they're, they're moving at regular speed. It's just that they're not being thrown by the trains. They're not thinking a million things at once. There's a certain 
flow that's taking place in their lives. And that flow takes place when we search for it, right? Imagine as if you're in the dark room and you got to charge your iPhone and you keep on putting the, you know, you keep on touching the wall. You can't find, don't touch the, don't put your head in the outlet, but like, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to find the outlet. You make the shape and then you try to figure out how you can do this. You ever wake up in the middle of the night and you can't, and your the, the plug unplugs from your, your phone? Ever that happened to you? Where the where the charger pops out of the of the box and you're trying to like feel your way around to like get it in because it's in the middle of the night and the room is dark and you're not gonna turn on the lights wake everybody up. You you find you gotta find the plug. Right? And you find the plug and you hear like you know, Apple's like, got it. You did it, just relax now. That's the story of our lives. It's a story of your life, a story of my life. It's feeling our way around during the day to find out what threw us, to find out why we're running in our brains, to find out why I haven't been able to be where I need to be mentally, to find out why I haven't felt the level of depth that I felt a month ago or a week ago or this morning to why it's been three days and I always feel like I'm huffing and puffing or I'm snapping at people or I feel down or, right? It's not like we necessarily have to psychoanalyze ourselves. You've got to figure, you've got to feel your way around. you got to feel your way around and you got to slow it down a drop. And you got to start to get to a place where we breathe a little bit slower control our mind a little bit more not because like we're tapping into something that's not real it's because what we're really trying to do is to tap into that place that place of depth that we we have and it's in that place of depth that we get more of our power right you put your, your 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 cup under the sink you got to put your cup under the faucet. And when your cup is aligned properly with the faucet, you're going to get as much water as you can get. When your body is aligned properly with your spirituality, you're going to get a much different life. When your body is misaligned, that's when we have that little voice that says, you really shouldn't have done that. That's when we have the voice that says, you really could have been better at this. You ever have that? You ever give it, you ever given a project or do something and then people ask questions on it or don't really love it. And at the end of the day, you feel like really it wasn't my best work. That ever happened to anybody? And you go, that really wasn't my best work. And it's because I didn't really try hard. It's not in the beginning, you're mad at the person who made the comment. In the beginning, it's like a personal offense. They don't really like me. And then as you go back to your desk or back to your home and you get a, you, you sleep on it, you realize the truth is it was me. And you get into a fight with somebody and then you're like, they're so ridiculous. And then you wake up in the morning like, mm, actually, I'm the one who's ridiculous. That feeling that we have that it really could have been better. 
I should have been better. And you won't say it to yourself because it's complicated, right? And you say it and you feel bad, and but, but you feel it. <laughs> because when you were in the moment of doing the work, you weren't in the right place. You were balancing this and balancing that and cutting a corner and, and multitasking and it was hard and, and the, 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 this task required to go out of our comfort zone and we don't like going out of our comfort zones. And so when we were preparing for it, you know, exactly, we find excuses. And then when it comes, you go, mm, I should have been better. But you don't tell that to ourselves because it's going to be too hard. So we blame somebody else. But then there's that little voice in the back that says, nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. You could have been better. What, what's going on? How could I have been better? The answer is I could have been more focused. I could have, I could have been more present. I could have realized that every moment of my day, my soul regenerates itself. And so the next moment is not this moment. And in the next moment from going somewhere, it doesn't really matter because I'm not there now. Because we get the proper amount of spiritual energy to deal with the matters that are in front of us at every single moment. But when we take the energy that's available for us and we start to divide it to the future, when we take the energy that's available for us and we start to run with it and we divvy it up in a hundred places, it's not just like being present is like the present, which is such a cute play on words. Like being, you know, you know, I think it's like a book like that, the present. It's a present. Like, I love that. It's cute. Or thought of that should have hopefully, uh, I hope they patented that one. It's so much deeper though. It's not just like it's a present because we have the present. It's, it's a pathway. Being present is a pathway. It's a pathway to depth. It's a pathway to success. It's a pathway to align your plug with the outlet. And the challenge is that we're not trying to like leave the world. What we're trying to do is feel, feel our, our way around how to operate in the speed that my life needs, but in the thought that's going to take me to a deeper place so that I can attach to a deeper source. And the way we do that is that we create moments that are easier for us to, to tap in. We don't wait for like 12 o'clock in the afternoon when my whole day is going. We look for moments in the morning or in the evening where we can think. We look for moments that are the easiest for people that we like, where th we're, of things that we're doing. If you like reading, it's in the moments of reading that you say, okay, I'm reading now. Here, I'm not only going to read my book, I'm going to practice what it's like to be fully present so that when I could, when I could build myself to feel that feeling of flow, of connection to the words, I get better at finding my way to this outlet. By nine o'clock, my day is off the charts, so I'm getting up early. I'm going to sit where I need to sit and think or do something 
that's productive, that I can be fully committed to the thing, nighttime, the kids are sleeping or the house is quiet, whatever. I need to be in a situation. I really like this person. So when I eat dinner with this person, or when I meet, when I'm on the phone with this person, I need to practice being fully immersed. Thank you, Ruthie. Fully immersed into this situation. Because when I'm immersed in the situation, it's not just that I'm immersed and that's good for this situation. I now have to take it to the next. We spoke about immersion here before. I'm not just tr- backtracking and circling. We're deepening. The goal of immersion now is not just to be immersed in this. Yes. Level one, immerse yourself in a situation so that in the situation itself, you can be more successful. Let's take it to the next level now. Immerse yourself in a situation so that when you come out of the situation, you can now practice immersion. So the trait, the muscle of immersion, you can feel your way around that. You can learn what goes in to the immersion process. I remember reading a, a story. I remember reading a, a, I don't know if it was a bio. It was like an article on Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps, I think, is like one of the greatest Olympians in American history. I think he has like, I don't know, like 700 gold medals. And he had like 101 Olympics. I think one Olympics, he won like eight gold medals. We spoke about him here on the show. Like, I don't know. It must, Andy will probably know. It must have been like six months ago about how he was able to mentally um, visualize Remember that? Visualizing his, his, his goggles popped off. So I remember reading about how he prepares for a race. It's unbelievable how he prepares for a meet. 28 total medals. It's insane. I remember how, how he prepares for a meet. What happens is, this is all from his coach. His, his race be actually begins. He, he, he does the exact same thing. He listens to the exact same music. He does the... He, puts on his clothes the exact same way. So he's in his locker room. He puts on his clothes a certain way. He puts on his headphones and he listens to the same music. He goes to the podium the same way. He steps in the podium the same way. Like he has the routine, the ritual done so that really his race doesn't begin at the time he jumps into the pool. His race actually begins in his locker room. What he's figured out is I need to know not just how to swim. I need to know how to get myself into the pool properly. I know people that are speakers like this. They recite a, a, um, a prayer, the same one every single time. They breathe deeply. They smile like they go through a routine, right? They, as their name gets called up and they're sitting in the audience, they're already whispering to themselves. They smile, they breathe. By the time they get up and speak, you're hearing them speak. They've been, their speech began in their chair. Their speech began sitting. And what they learned along the way in their life is that I got to get into the zone on the podium. I can't get up at the podium and then stumble into the zone and then find it maybe 20 minutes in. That's 20 minutes of the audience being like, are you kidding me? I can't get into the court or on the field or on the, or on the pool and then have to get into the zone. I'm, I'm playing for the Olympics. So I now need to know that the pool is my immersion point. 
but I have to figure out how to get into the immersion point. I got to know how to feel my way around to find the outlet. Cause when I hit the pool, I have to be fully in, I need flow. I need to tap into a deeper space in the pool. I can't figure it out in the pool. I got to figure it out before the pool. So when I swim for the first a hundred times, now I take a step back and stand the same way on the podium. And that's not really helpful. So I keep, and now I got to go back to the locker room. Okay. That's a little helpful. And, and now I'm programming my brain by looking at the pool as the point of immersion. I'm going backwards and finding how to feel my way around the pool. Michael Phelps, by putting on that headphones, listening to the same song, what he's doing, he's feeling his way around the wall because he's got to plug his body into the depth to a place that's deeper than just, I'm nervous, I'm going to use my hand. It's, he has to flow in that pool. He has spent hours and hours figuring out what it's going to take to get him into the zone. So that just getting into the zone is its own skill. And then you master the getting into the zone, the anteroom. You master the prerequisite. And by the time you master the prerequisites, now the activities become so much easier to click into. That's how, that's how professionals operate. They don't just step up on the mound Thanks to my close friends over here. I'm almost done with the Mariano book, The Closer. That was the gift that my brothers got me. Mariano Rivera didn't just walk on the mound like, hey, what should I do today? He had a, he had, he had a ritual, he had a routine. He got his head in a certain place. He happened to be a huge man of faith. I got to tell you, I recommend that book, The Closer. Huge man of faith. What he allowed in his head, what he didn't allow in his head how he was basically doing what we're saying, just at his level, tapping into something deeper. That's how we had to live our life. We don't, we don't just, we have to be Olympic athletes, just at life. You think swimming in a pool is more important than having a relationship? No one's got to put a gold medal around our necks to tell us that the kid, the wife, the husband, the spouse, the friend, the job, that's more important to me than winning, swimming fast. I don't know, running faster than the next person. Listen, I love sports, but like, let's be straight. It's not, that's not substantively more important than teaching a child. It's not. Who cares what the media thinks? Who cares whether you get a, a sneaker deal if you run faster than the next person? I don't care. There's no one job more important than the next job. To the track person, that's the most important thing in their lives. That's their job. To the teacher, that's their job. One's not better than the other. So why does one person prepare like crazy with coaches? That's just life. But let's be athletes ourselves. Let's be Olympics. Let's be Olympians. Ask yourself today. The moments that I feel the flow how did I get there? How did I enter into that space? Practice it with people that and things that are easy for you. And don't just, don't just do it, but practice it with the intention of figuring it out. That you can get back there again. And we'll continue this. I want to make sure that we underneath this a little bit. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in.
Have an amazing, amazing day. And with God's help, I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow.